Hey everybody, Bob Beatty Barr here, and welcome to episode number five of the Bob's Thoughts podcast. This podcast is a bit of an exercise for me, a lab if you will, something to explore and experiment with, and to keep my podcast muscles in shape. It gives me a chance to let you, the listener, get to know me a little better, and to be completely honest, this is a chance for me to get to know myself a little better as well. Some of you may have heard episodes of my other podcasts. I actually have two others, My Friends Are Amazing and The Bob and Kevin Show. Well, this podcast is not really like either of those. This one is just me and a single thought that I will discuss for no more than 20 minutes. So sit back, enjoy, and let me know your thoughts, well, about my thoughts. So today's thought is burnout. The topic's going to be about burnout. I don't really know a better way to get started than that. This one uh, has been triggered by a lot of things going on lately, some of which would be the weather. Yes, longer, darker days. I think a lot of us experience a little bit of that blah as we near that pinnacle or deep crevasse, as it will, of December 21st, the shortest day of the year. And we're quickly approaching that day. So where we even got the bonus of lighter mornings a few weeks back when time changed, guess what? We're back in the dark for the morning hours too. And the sun is nearly set here on a Friday afternoon. So, yep, we're in the dark period. Thank goodness we don't live or I don't live farther north than now because it gets really dark the further north you go. Anyway, not telling anyone here anything they don't already know. But the weather is not really the reason for my uh, recent conversations about burnout. Although some of the people that were involved in conversation with me, maybe they were actually uh, dealing with some weather burnout. But uh, most of what's brought it on for me lately is thoughts about uh, my career and burnout. So for those of you who do not know, I am a developer by trade, a uh, computer developer. I do a lot of website application development, website development, uh, not so much, uh, don't really do software development. I have friends that would consider themselves application architects, software developers, and things of that sort. I'm just a a straight-up web developer, and uh, I do have some management responsibilities as well, both process and people. Uh, I don't really think either of those, well, they're probably contributory factors to burnout, but I wanted to talk about some conversations that I had online. I think last week I was having a really rough week. Uh, you know, there's just those projects where everything's pretty foreign to you and new, Yes, it's a development challenge, but it might be a development challenge in a language you're not familiar with or used to working with or a platform that you're not used to working with. But anyway, I'm in uh, one of those challenging projects, and the project has been going on actually for quite some time. It's pretty big. It's pretty important, and it's uh, in a platform that I don't use very often. But the concept is is that, you know, given your developer tool kit, you know, you can be a problem solver, be creative, and uh, make stuff work. And net-net, today, I'm in a much better place than I was a mere seven days ago. But at the end of the week last week, 
uh, Thursday, actually. Uh, I was feeling really fried and came into work on Friday, and I just had nothing left in the tank. And so it prompted me to consult the great oracle that is Twitter, and I put some tweets out there asking my other you know, development contemporaries and friends what some of their strategies are for dealing with burnout. And I was actually very specifically throwing out the conversation about end-of-the-week burnout, because for myself as an individual, I'm pretty good at hitting the reset button. I don't take work with me most days at the end of the day. I mean, I'm always, I'm a problem solver by nature and a developer by trade. So I do think about the challenges that I'm faced with. And sometimes I'll get an aha moment, an epiphany, if you will, when I'm off hours. And sometimes I run to the computer and, you know, uh, just mock something out just to get it so I can go back to it on Monday or whatever, or the next day. And it's still, I've, I've left a, I've left an outline for myself. Didn't really, you know, dive in and fix it, but maybe we'll talk about some of that later. But anyway, my question was focused on, um, when you're working extended hours as some developers do. And for me, extended hours is, you know, pretty steady 45 plus a week. By the time that Thursday is over, you're kind of sitting in that 36-hour range already with another full day ahead on Friday. And I was really asking my friends and contemporaries how what kind of coping mechanisms they had for end-of-the-week burnout, especially when you're putting in longer hours. And I think this is such a hot-button topic in my industry that a lot of the people that read my inquiry or my, you know, my call for information and and research data, basically, of how others are coping, they all immediately jumped to like bigger picture, longer term um, burnout type situations. And if you are a listener of this podcast, uh, you know, in episode two, I covered balance, which really talked about, you know, the I'm doing air quotes, work-life balance. It's more just life balance from where I come from. And I really do spend a lot of energy and thought, and I'm very mindful about that kind of thing. So like I said earlier, week over week, I'm pretty okay with, you know, I don't, I know that this is a job and I know that there's a lot of repetition, but it's on me to keep it fresh. And I do try to do that, you know, by challenging myself, by engaging new software technologies, you know, doing that thing that I love about being a web developer is that continued learning. So I keep everything pretty fresh in that regard. I don't really, you know, I don't think I suffer from long-term burnout. Um, maybe people who do suffer don't realize until they're suffering too much, but I feel like I'm in a pretty good place. So it was interesting. I got so many responses so quickly on the uh, long-term burnout stuff. And it was, you know, all the standard stuff that we all talk about, you know, exercise and diet. And sleep came up, and sleep is, you know, hugely important. So I engaged the people who engaged me back in conversation about some of those longer-term things and and tried to loop the conversation back to, but hey, but what about hours 36 through 45 to 50 in a big week where you're putting in a lot of hours? How is it that a developer can stay fresh, sharp, and productive because that Friday, 
I would have been lucky if I could answer emails. I was so out of it, you know, just from a not even able to write a creative response to an email that, you know, was didn't seem short or, you know, curt or rude. Um, actually had some text conversations with some colleagues and I apologized for seeming uh, short and rude, but I have a pretty critical, critical view of myself in that regard. And I think unless they were just being polite, most of those people regarded me as being as friendly as I normally am. So I would say that's one of my strengths is my friendliness. And uh, apparently I can use that to mask. Um, But I know for a fact, I don't do it all the time because I've been called out on it professionally for being um, overly uh, pragmatic, we'll say. So anyway, but that, you know, when you get tired, when you get burnt out, I think it's harder to keep that cordial, upbeat, you know, kind of presentation of yourself. But so we tried to get back to that conversation about how you avoid that end of the week burnout or fatigue. Maybe the right word is fatigue here, but I think that it is, you just burn out. You can't, when you exercise to failure, you know, you just can't do another push up. You can't do another fill in the blank. And I think professionally, we have the same thing. You know, my brain is exercised quite uh, intensely when I'm trying to solve a development problem, solve a problem for a client, solve a problem for myself. So yeah, I think you can work your brain to failure too. And I think everyone would pretty much agree. So, you know, the thought is, is that when you exercise to failure, if you continue to exercise, the theory is, is that you push that failure point farther out does it necessarily work the same for the mind? And, you know, distance running, same thing. You know, with training, you would think that you could run a little farther. But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily want to be a marathon runner. And I don't necessarily want to be a marathon coder that's productive from 6.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. every day. That would kill me. And... I think that that would spill over into other aspects of my life and throw me hugely out of balance. So did the discussion online ever actually get to any kind of helpful (laughs) uh, input to, to stretch myself, to be able to make that, that 45 hours and feel as strong in the 45th hour as I did in the first hour. And to be honest, the answer is kind of no. Some of the responses I got back was that, you know, 45 hours just really isn't a sustainable week over week over week thing. Sure, there's weeks that you have to go long, that long or longer, but you just you get tired. If you run a marathon every week, your body's going to break down, in theory. So running a work marathon is going to do the same thing. So I had a lot of people, you know, giving me advice about change your hours. Um, I think some people still are under the impression that I work for myself still and I can set my own hours because I work from home. Um, I'm just super lucky in that regard that I get to work from home. But I do have to report to other people higher than me on a chain and there are hours requirements for my position. So... And I do have to log my time. So changing my hours, probably without changing my compensation, not a likely, uh, not a likely fix there. But 
that did trigger in me thoughts about how I manage that 45 hours a week. Sometimes you get locked in and you sit in your chair and you just bang away at the keyboard. You know, you're trying things, you're solving things, you're making progress, you're unwiring things that you already wired and rewiring them better, refactoring. Um, and the next thing you know, that 10-hour day, that 9-plus-hour day is gone. You know, boom, in a heartbeat. And you're exhausted from it, but, you know, you don't really feel it in that moment necessarily, but maybe a little later you do, and the next day when you come back, you might definitely feel it. So I took this, took this episode last week with, you know, my end-of-the-week fatigue slash burnout and reminded myself that I've got to break up the day. You know, I've got to do things that keep me from feeling like I'm chained in this very uncomfortable chair. Like I have an uncomfortable chair intentionally. It's kind of like a standing desk lean on type chair. And it's, you know, helps stabilize your core if you rock back and forth. And But if you sit in it too long, it's not great padding. It's basically screaming at you to get up. And sometimes I ignore that. That's incredibly not healthy. But I made a, a mindful effort to say to myself last week, well, actually last weekend when I was still pondering this whole burnout situation, and as I approached work this week, I decided I was going to be more active during the day, still focusing on my productivity, but getting up, stretching my legs, um, listening to more music during the week, which has actually helped a lot and helped with my focus as well. Typically, I listen to spoken word or even have the news in the background. And sometimes that I feel like that might add to the mental fatigue, most certainly the emotional fatigue. Uh, don't get me wrong, still like to have uh, Joe Rogan podcast in the background while I'm working. But the music this week was um, incredibly uplifting. So uh, I think that I got to get more of that back in. And I know a lot of people listening who do the kind of work that I do, you know, live with their headphones on and yeah, so duh on me for getting away from the music part of things. Uh, definitely a little piece that's been missing. So, you know, I, I, I focused on getting up and being more active this week. Uh, getting, you know, almost not a sweat going, but definitely doing, you know, more push-ups, more squats, more curls um, in between. Like when I would hit a mental break, you know, where I was like, oh, I'm stuck here. So I would get up and I would do something and I would, you know, still be thinking about it in the back of my head, come back and hammer away at it. And we're talking like, you know, five, 10 minute breaks kind of thing. Not like anything major. Doesn't take a half hour to, you know, get a couple sets of push ups in and a couple set of squats and uh, some planks and some kettlebell swings. You just work it in. And, you know, and I, I typically exercise in the evenings, which, you know, is a great uh, unwind from work. But I found that putting in some actual physical activity during the day when the breaks presented themselves was also a huge boost this week. Now, full disclosure, I don't know if it's a combination of the way I approach the week or what. I'm sitting here after work on my Friday and uh, didn't feel that burnout this week at all. also finished a little early today, but I finished because I ended on a high note something that had been really dragging me down since the beginning of this project. I, um, I It came to me last night, actually. Uh, maybe it was earlier today. 
a different way to approach it. And that different way to approach it totally illuminated uh, the path to um, success. So I had a very successful feature development deployment today. And I decided that on that victory, I was going to just pack it up and guess what? Do this podcast. This is something that I love. So I was a little excited to do an episode today. So I had that to look forward to. It's probably another tool in the belt that we can, you know, put on there is that, you know, plan things out so that there's something fun to look forward to. And you can kind of like set that as a a hard stop. You could use it as a hard stop, or you can just use it as a reward kind of thing for a week of hard work. Um, So I am ending the week on a much higher note. And I feel like that fatigue factor wasn't necessarily as big a factor this week as it was last week, but it's not like that was the first time that's ever happened. So I think we can get into patterns and I think sometimes when the patterns are negative or uh, those patterns create negative feelings, then burnout is definitely something that uh, enters the equation. So, uh, I don't know if I've helped anyone else with burnout, but I did throw out some suggestions and things that have been working for me. If you have experienced similar feelings, you know, on a week to week basis or even the long term stuff, I would love for you to reach out and share some of the tools that you've developed or some of the experiences that you've had that have helped you overcome this or at least acknowledge it and move on in a positive way. Because, you know, overcoming, I think, could be a little bit of a, a overly ambitious terminology to use. I think a lot of times we just learn to manage um, our pains, our troubles, instead of you know being able to fully conquer them. Because sometimes that's just life. So, but anyway, if you have skills that you've acquired or things that you've employed that have been super successful or just successful made you happy, I would love for you to reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter. It's at bootnumlock, B-O-O-T-N-U-M-L-O-C-K. Or you could just send me an email. My email address is B-O-B at B-A-T-Y dash B-A-R-R dot com. That's Bob at Bar dot com. I would just love to know, A, if you're listening, B, if you care, and C, what techniques you have used to help yourself with burnout. So, That's basically my thought for today. And as I stated in the beginning of the podcast, I would love to hear your thoughts on my thoughts. So until next time, have a great one.